And good day to you, my beautiful friends. I do hope you are well. Welcome to Cross Button VR, a beginner's journey into PSVR 2, a show for those who want to share in our newcomers' enthusiasm for the world of VR. I am your host, Laurie. Uh, but before we get started with the show, as always, I just want to remind everyone that we are part of the Cross Players. So if you enjoy what you hear, please do check out our other podcasts and you can support us too. Most obviously, give us a sub on the service you're using. Leave us a review too. They're always lovely. Uh, follow us on Twitter at CrossButtonVR uh, and at the Crossplayers. Check out thecrossplayers.com for links to all of our content and our Discord, where we have a PSVR2 dedicated group to chat on as well. If you really want to share the love, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash thecrossplayers and contribute for £2 a month to help us produce the show and gain entry into our, our lovely WhatsApp group. Now, this week, I am joined by my fellow... VR newcomers Ben and Alex. Hi there, chaps. Hello. 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 Now, we must apologise for the lack of an episode last week. Uh, Alex, what, what were we up to last week? Can't remember. Well, I was behaving very nicely in Barcelona, but I don't know about you two. <laughs> yes. Was there one that you can't remember? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, that's, uh, that's right. We were uh, away on a stag do for uh, the, the great Dan Ward, who is getting married soon, so... Yeah, yeah, good fun had by all, and uh, yeah, we're back back on the podcasting. I think everyone's back to one piece. Now. I feel I feel okay. Yeah, so yeah. back down. We had a lovely time. Tiredness kills. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Good, but more importantly, back to podcasting. So, uh, what have we been playing? I will start and say I've <laughs> not been able to play any uh, PSVR two since the last one we recorded, as I have been away on. Uh, family holiday and then our weekend away and then all of this week we've had um, the, the uh, our building work has reached a crescendo and there's no way I've been able to get anywhere near my TV so yeah I have not played anything the only thing I've been playing for the last couple of weeks is Metroid Prime on the Switch and finally <laughs> not talking <laughs> maybe, about that come on <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'll talk about it in the context of I was playing it thinking God, I so much prefer to play this in VR this would be a really cool game in VR <laughs> I'm finding it and it's kind of weird how I've because I've been playing just exclusively VR for like a month or two before uh, going away and just then playing it on the Switch it felt like it definitely felt like a step back which is interesting I wasn't expecting that uh, so I'll see if maybe it's just Metroid I don't know it's just it's not really grabbing me much and maybe it's just because that's that's the game hopefully it's not just because it's not in vr and that's all non-vr games are now just dead to me we shall see next week when horizon burning shores comes out and i play that um so yeah that's that's, that's me what, what about you guys um well interesting that you look so metro prime remastered was the game that first took me away from psvr2 so it's it's odd that we've like we're complete opposites in that front um but i've been back on the VR uh, this week, yes. yes, and um, I've taken your advice. I heeded your glowing review of Synth Riders. Yay! Oh, yes. and I've been playing and loving the hell out of that. It's been um, brilliant. I think within the first day, I bought the Gorillas DLC pack dun, dun, as well. Dun, dun. Um, my yep. eldest son absolutely loves it. Like he's <laughs> a big fan of uh, like rhythm games in general. Like, uh, there's this thing called Friday Night Funkin', which, uh, I don't know if you guys, it's, it's like one of those, that. like, <laughs> no, it's one of those kid things, which is shite, but kids like it. Um, 
So anything rhythm based, he's proper into. Um, like Just Dance loves that. So but he's annoyingly good at it as well, isn't he? He's really frustratingly good at it. <laughs> um, so, so, so Ben choosing him to get these, to the top of the leaderboards. Yeah, I was going to say all these scores. I keep my my. I keep finding myself in second place to Benji fucking Kong. That's <laughs> actually it's your son, so I can't feel any grudge there. Cause... Well, funny you say that, Laurie. Um, oh yeah. So what on. happened was he we played it like last night. He went to bed, and I was a bit like. I've got to beat his score <laughs> on that one <laughs> song. So I did, uh, which was good. And then I thought, oh, I'll see, I'll see like you guys where you are on the leaderboard so I can have a go at that. Um, Laurie, I mean, I, I like, don't like to, well, I do like to brag. Um, so I will. Your scores, I mean, I was beating them first time. That's <laughs> right. Well, sorry, there's, there's quite a lot of your GT7 scores that I beat first time as well. It's just now I know that you've put a marker down because a lot of the tracks okay. have just been. I, there's a lot of tracks on this. So there's a lot that I just played and just wasn't. Or well, might have been my wife doing it. Or might have been me just doing it on easy, not really getting the hang of it. Um, and I love how the time. wife's getting blamed. Yeah. Well, <laughs> But now, now I know. Now I know there's some a mark has been laid down. Uh, then let battle commence. Fuck Let's you. do it because yeah. As soon as I, I, I couldn't see you, Alex, and we think that might be because you're playing the American. Version yeah, the I've got the American version of the game, so I don't know if it's not showing it's up on the leaderboard. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was I, thinking like, oh, Laurie's clearly no competition. I, I I'm sure I'm winning. Pre- pretty certain I'm, I'm winning. So. I'm sure. You, yeah, no, I'm not having this. I'm not having this. I play. Tra- I play tracks now, and I get like perfect scores on them. So I'm going to need to go back and go back right. to some of the ones that. I've do you get video once. evidence of perfect scores? I do. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've, got, I've got screenshots. Every, every time I beat Laurie last night, I took a screenshot <laughs> of the leaderboard. <laughs> like, just save that. He's got the receipts. <laughs> Well, anyone listening would like to also join into this and just demolish Ben for me. That would, uh, sorry. Um, oh. <laughs> that, would much, that would be much appreciated. Um, yeah, but really, really good game. Uh, thoroughly enjoying it. Completely agree does, with you um, as well. Does Gorillas have a uh, experience thing? Is that what they call no. it? No. No. Because there isn't. No. Yeah, I haven't got one. I've got. Um, yeah, you, you've got to get something with me. You can get one of the experiences. Get the, get the Muse one. I thoroughly recommend it, but anyone that you like. Yeah, I'll give that a go. But quite impressed with the music in general in that. So, um, yeah. yeah. It's a nice, really, it's a nice really arrangement of tracks. Yeah, yeah. Very, yeah, like the sort of 80s synth wavy stuff. That's pretty cool. Have you discovered, because it took me embarrassing, I'm going to admit to this, embarrassing long time to realise you can change the um, sage that you're, you're playing as well? Took me a while to wear that out, which we didn't mention yeah. in the review that there is actually you can you can you can scroll through and obviously there's more you can pay to download, which is slightly annoying. Yeah. Um, but there's I think about half a dozen tracks that are included or mm. stages that are included, and it doesn't make any difference. It's just aesthetic, but it still looks cool. Different game modes as well, like kind of moves in the background, so that you're rotating with the stage as well when the um, the notes move, and you can also have that is that like rainbow mode or something, and then they all change color, and then there's yeah. one. I can't remember the name of the last one, but basically they disappear and you need to remember where they are. That's not oh very God. easy. Yeah, that sounds impossible. No. Uh, no no platinum, though, for that again? Is that right? I don't think so, because I think there's only 10 trophies and I've got eight of them. I don't think there's a platinum. Shocking. Mm. But yeah, other than that, fantastic game. Um, Alex, where did you say you said you've been playing anything? I have played a little bit more Synth Riders just because it's fun. 
<laughs> the other the other thing I've been playing, which is also very much fun, but also it'll knock the absolute stuffing out of you. This is like five grumpy old men for terms of movement and everything is Creed right champ Ooh. Creed Rise to Glory Champions Edition. Um I mean it's not the sort of game you can just play sat on the sofa with it sat on your ass. It's just like come <laughs> no, on then. No, no, but 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 to that extent it is the other level. This is not just oh a wee bit of like wee boxing back in the day. This is you feel like you've been through ten rounds yeah. with Mike Tyson. Like I wanna, see, I wanna see you running up the steps of Philadelphia, Alex. Da-da, da-da. Come on, I want a training montage of you playing this game. But it, it is oh, we well I, I did rec- I did record myself playing it the first time I played it and then it didn't upload. I don't know what happened. Um but it, it's really, really good. Um and it is a bit like that whole training montage, the way it's set up. It's like <laughs> you go th- you go through that story, you you're in the you're in the training gym, you're training, the way you do all the mini games in the training sets you up and basically how how well prepared you are when you sit at the match. So it kind of the better you do in the mini games, the more prepared you are for the match, which makes sense. Better you train, the better shape you're in to start the match, and then you're in following the story of Creed or I've not seen the film, so I don't know who all the characters are and stuff, but Rocky's in there, like training you and stuff, so it's like all the all the fun. Um different mini games in terms of like dodging the bag or just kinda hitting hitting different parts in a dummy, like uh, training matches in the ring. Loads of different bits and pieces and it's all about how fast you can punch or how fast you can dodge. The kind of things you would expect, but it is quite good fun but it doesn't overstay its welcome either in terms of the training. So each of the each of the mini games they can have probably maybe 10, 15 seconds in each bit and they switch through it so you're not just doing the same thing over and over. Um, and then the matches are what you would expect in terms of you're in there, you're dodging, you're weaving, trying to land the punches. It's very well. Tracking works really well. Visuals are really good. It's just, it's a proper, proper workout but it's really, really well done. Really well done. Oh, you're How was the... Uh... Like haptic feedback, like when you when you're it's not the, the do you feel it's, anything? You can feel it in the you can feel it in your hands, but there's nothing in the there's nothing in the headset. They're not using the haptic feedback in the headset, yeah. which just feels feels like a proper mess. Um, yeah, because when you get walloped in the head, you want you might feel it. Feel it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but whether the, I'm hoping they'll patch that in or something, but it's definitely not there. At the moment, um, there was also a bit of a kind of miss in terms of you can upgrade from the VR one edition to the VR two edition for I think it's a twenty dollar upgrade because there is a lot more DLC and stuff in there. It's not just a port of the game; there is more stuff in this edition of the game to like tie in with the new film and stuff. So there's like mm. fitness modes and things like that in there too. Mm. Um, but they didn't make it live at the point at which the game came out. I think it took maybe the best part of a day before you could do it, and everyone was getting a bit like, "Where is it?" They couldn't find how to upgrade it, so that was a wee bit. But it's there now, so it's twenty dollar upgrade or twenty pounds upgrade. I'm sure it is if you have the PSVR one game. But I'd say it's, I'd say it's worth it. Um, you've also got like online multiplayer, so you can just have a wee match fighting against your friends. Um, if you want nice. to, do, which I imagine could be quite good fun. Um, yeah. So it sounds like Alex just gets the stamp of approval. Yeah, absolutely. Um, even just the kind of general feel for it online and stuff, everyone seems to be enjoying it. I think it's reviewed pretty well, kind of around the 80-ish mark. Um, and it, it feels a good solid 8 out of 10. It's not something you're going to play for hours and hours unless you've got uh, incredible we don't, we don't stamina. Give, we don't stamina. No, that wasn't my score. <laughs> that was that was the generic, the generic score the out score. there. Yeah, um, yeah, it does look very good. That's good. 
Good stuff. Well, a little impromptu review there. What? Well <laughs> yeah, never got in, snuck that in there. Um, okay, so quick, quick bit of news then in the world of PSVR two. Lots of news going on. Uh, yesterday there was a big, a big load of Firewall Ultra previews that were released. Uh, lots of people around the world have been been to play it with uh, the various members of the team that are making this game, and it looks like it's going to be a cr- uh, cracking game to look forward to. They've not set a, re- uh, a release window yet, but I don't think it's going to be too long, given that they're busting people out to well, play the game and it's mm. fully playable and they're having a great time with it and it's running flawlessly, from what I understand. So There were some loose lips around that and I think they've said basically about three months. So okay. Um, okay. mid-July maybe. Um, they said about three months from launch, I think they've intimated. So hopefully not too long. Yeah, but that looks like a great one. I can't wait for the three of us to jump into a game with another random person uh, <laughs> although, if you want to be our fourth then please apply now yeah. <laughs> yeah. maybe next episode we can interview people and just <laughs> they get 60 seconds to pitch why they should be on our team yeah uh, well i played firewall us, before so yeah <laughs> great you're in <laughs> yeah. um but no that looks it's like demo really all over again yeah yeah we did find someone that was going to offer to help with that we need to go back to, <laughs> yeah, go back to them um I've, right so this doesn't look like my sort of game but um i'm quite intrigued by some of the the mechanics that you can make use of like the sort of flash grenade kind of thing yeah that was good. blind <laughs> blind your opponents almost uh but if you close your eyes obviously you that seems don't get blinded a, that seems a bit of a hack doesn't it <laughs> it, makes it, it does easy. but then you're blind so you don't know who's, <laughs> who's yeah. shooting you or, but, um, or where you are and also if you close one eye it's like you zoom in down the scope which is quite sort of it's like that's zooming. cool yeah but then there was also someone uh someone on twitter was talking about um you can you know you've got like a laser sight on the end of your gun so people can kind of see you come in but you can cover that with one hand oh, so yeah. they can't see you and then you can almost like <laughs> creep up on them around the corner and just go bang which uh, it yeah. sounds funny. Yeah. Bang! Cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's what my gun sounds like. <laughs> I think you can. There will be um, bots and stuff, and there is some story to it. There is, like they say, it's a continuation of the story from the first one, but it's obviously it's not a, a campaign story-driven thing, uh, which is a shame because it would be really cool to play a game with this sort of level of production value, which did have it's like sort of COD with with in VR basically. Um, but mm. it's not. It is a multiplayer uh, experience. But one that has a really vibrant community, even on PSVR One still. And this isn't this isn't just a remaster. This is a, a new a new entry. It's kind of like a Splatoon to Splatoon Two kind of thing. It's not a huge departure. Right. It's got some of the same maps that are being reused, but it's been completely redone in Unreal Engine Five, um, which is probably doing a disservice. And it's probably a bit more of a step up from Splatoon to Splatoon Two. <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of. I hope so. Is it a full sequel? Is it a sort of part sequel? You know, it's people can argue about that but yeah i'm sure we would be talking about firewall ultra lots in the coming months i, um, I think also they have said at launch the rob as well as pvp there's going to be pve so there's still multiplayer there will be a kind of pve experience and almost good. campaign yeah. in it as well so we can play that and just put the the ease down to uh easy mode and, and yes. we'll have a, a way to get through it and not feel like complete and trash because i'm sure if we played it against actual humans we'd just be dead in seconds which is usually my experience of playing card online absolutely um, good. All right. We'll look forward to more chat about that in the coming months. It sounds like. Um, so the other game that got a release date, uh, an actual release date this time, Walkabout Mini Golf VR, uh, which is May the eleventh, which I believe is uh, out everywhere else already um, on PC VR. 
Um, just, Alex, you, you've got your eye on this one, have you? Yeah, it's one of those games that everyone raves about in terms of a VR experience. It's just have a nice little night out with your friends, play mini golf. That's, but it's all about the course design. So I think there's been a lot of like DLC courses and stuff for the game so far. But the version that's coming out on PSVR two includes all of the DLC, and I think there's maybe been ten to date. So it's like oh, the wow, complete cool. version that's coming to PSVR two, and basically anyone that plays PC VR says this is this game is just excellent, and it's been one on my radar from the beginning. So I'm really looking forward to finally playing it in a few weeks. So we just need this and Beat Saber, and then we can we can Beat Saber with all the other quest owners who just like scoff at us. <laughs> it was yeah. uh, was it Phil in Discord who said that it's eleven pound thirty nine on Steam. Yeah, and that's including all ten DLC. No, courses. I think that doesn't include the DLC. So I think because oh, this really? includes the DLC, we wonder if it will cost a wee bit more because it does include all the DLC on VR two. So I think the base game is eleven thirty nine on Steam. Okay. Yeah, cool. I suspect if it was about fifteen twenty pounds, then maybe that'd be reasonable. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm up for that. I'd, I'd love a bit of a uh, bit of a golf game. And then... Yeah, good fun. My son as well, he loves a bit of mini golf in real life, IRL, so I'm sure he'd love this one. Only thing is, you'd, you'd kind of have to play it online against people, wouldn't you? Because it, it, like, sometimes, you know, like, I forget the name of it, um, not not everybody's golf, but there was a golf game. That, I know the one, you're, that golf, with around, friend, golf with your golf friends. Golf with your friends, yeah. And you can just do it, like, just pass the controller sort of thing. And I had, you know probably eight people in here playing it kids you know grandparents whatever and it was brilliant um but obviously you can't do that with the headset quite you as easily no. like oh let me just adjust it does that look all right oh <laughs> yeah put this strap you know it's not quite the same is it so i guess it's almost has to be a uh an online experience but that's that's not a bad thing we we'll just get a standing dock a standing golf date in the diary Golf night. Get our pantaloons out. Yep. Do a. Uh, I'll, I'll see you on the the back nine. Back nine. Yeah. There we go. Nailed it. <laughs> so Four. Himself. So I got a golfing reference in. <laughs> Good. All right. Um, right. So let's. in the clubhouse. Let's let's move on to. I don't want this to be our main topic. It might end up being our main topic, but there's. Uh, let's talk about this this thing that we're seeing. There's been lots of chat about in the social media on gaming sites the general kind of vibe out there seems to be reached many gaming journalists are sort of asking the question like is playstation vr2 already dead is it doomed to fail is it is it a flop already um and this is based on some story was it was it wasn't bloomberg was it it was the the one uh, Come look up the story. Uh, that it yeah. sold just under three hundred thousand units in its first month on the market, which is apparently was some dreadful, dreadful amount. And there was analysts saying that they're going to have to cut the price and just panic. And it was kind of like a Nintendo in their 3DS sort of situation where they were going to have to do a big um, about turn to try and salvage something from the wreckage. Uh, and then there's lots of people out there saying, well, hold on a minute, 300,000, that seems all right. It's, you know, it's obviously a very expensive, very niche product. There's only 30-odd million PS5s out there in the wild, and that's only in the space of a few weeks. So actually, they may well be quite quite pleased with that, especially if it carries on selling at that kind of rate. So, yeah, what, what are our thoughts on, on all this? On all this? Because, you know, it seems like we're having a great time with it. Uh, we've got loads to play. Um, but mm. what, what, what do you guys think? 
I'd probably agree with you, Laurie. I think in terms of the numbers that they've probably shipped, I think they'd probably be relatively happy with. I think 300,000, or was it 270 or whatever it was, um, isn't bad. And that is in a few weeks. And I still very much firmly believe that we're not in a market that Sony thought we were going to be in when they were launching this product. It was very, They didn't want it to be as expensive. They didn't want the world to be in a cost of living crisis. They didn't want markets to be all over the place. They didn't want parts to be so expensive. Nobody wants that, but they kind of ended up in a situation where it got to the stage of, we can't hold this back anymore. And I do feel it was held back, which doesn't really add up in terms of the games that we've kind of got to date, which is the other argument. But they they had to launch it and whether they decided to launch it almost like as a soft launch, which it kind of feels like this is a bit of a soft launch and then we'll get to a stage maybe a price cut does come and then it's more into hard launch as the kind of second wave or the proper first wave of first party games comes for the device. Um, but I think for where they're at, I think they will be relatively happy with it and the number of games that are out there, the people that are playing it or enjoying it, it's, it seems to me that for a launch of this type of device and the number of titles we've managed to bring to it so quickly, I think people have been a bit harsh. So, so we might have a slightly, diff- slightly different take to what a lot of people say. So if you are some VR uh, expert, really experienced, if you are a veteran, if you like, played everything and you see the PSVR 2's launch lineup, you'd be like, oh, it's rubbish. There's no exclusive brand new things. It's all just quest ports. Um, I don't need this. And there's nothing new on the horizon that, that I want. Whereas for us, it's, there's tons there. There's, I don't believe anyone in our, in our position could have played all of the, the games <laughs> that were out at launch and then there's been more added still. Um, and there are things coming in, in the future which may be available on Quest at the moment. So it's really interesting how you get a different take on it depending on where you're standing at, I guess. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, obviously, this is a PSVR two podcast, so you know we don't want, conscious that we don't want to come across as like apologists or making excuses for it or trying to justify our own purchase of this six hundred pound. But it does. I think Alex's point about it being a soft launch, it really does feel like that when you look at the where it was available to purchase from. Mm-hmm. Like certainly over here, and I think in America, you could only purchase it directly from Sony. Um, marketing has been non-existent for it. Yeah, other than really strange. Other than mentioning a few bits and bobs, it is strange. But at the same time, I do think Alex is right about well that we've we've promised our shareholders we're getting it out in this financial year. We can we'll we can fulfil that. We can get it out, but know that come let's say black friday we can have it and sort of general release we can have a bunch of other games to launch with it and let's say a price drop as well and so and then let's put millions and millions and millions of dollars of marketing behind it then it becomes a whole different picture i mm-hmm. think at the moment we're looking at something that it's probably doing about as well as they thought it would I can't imagine anyone at Sony's going, oh shit, I thought this was going to set the world on fire because we haven't spent any money on marketing. Uh, <laughs> we've done such a great job have... telling everyone about it. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, we've, we're have we selling it directly. You know, we're not putting it in any shops or anything. Um, so I, I don't think... It's not great PR amongst our little bubble of like the Twitter sphere. Um, but beyond that, 
it's not, it hasn't been marketed to the masses yet, so of course no. it's not going to sell mm. massive numbers. And it probably never will because it is a niche product. And even if they do a price drop, it's still going to be expensive. But I don't think... We, I think it's far too early to go, it's a failure because they haven't given it a good go. And I, I mean, can only assume that they will. It, and it is expensive, but like if you compare um, the Apple um, AirPod Max they're big can headphones they're like 450 pounds you know people will pay a lot of money for really good tech and it feels like ps5 <clears throat> that's the mass market entry-level product and that's a, what is that retail for now it's, what is that if to buy one of those new it's 4 480 480 now. is it so it's a, you know it's 50 pounds more expensive than that and this is aimed at the, the the more hardcore tech enthusiasts. You know, if you're into VR, you are a tech enthusiast. You are willing to pay money for for good tech. And same way, Apple charge a premium dollar for their for their products. That's what Sony are doing here and how they're positioning that. So I don't think the price is necessarily a barrier to it. I do think the software and the sort of future lineup of software. I feel like probably a lot of people are nervous about buying into it until they see the the Astro bots, the Half Life Alexes, the the pipeline of things, but I don't know. That's necessarily a PSVR two criticism because you can say people are saying well, there's only one upcoming game and that's Firewall Ultra being published by Sony. You know where are all their games? But you can say the same for PS five uh, PS five itself. It's only got yep. Spider Man two really on the horizon. We know about Wolverine. Um, there's some other things that we can kind of know that they're doing, but they haven't really talked about or confirmed properly. So, again, on their main platform, they've been very, very quiet. So, mm. you know, they're clearly they're waiting. There's the talk about there's going to be a huge showcase. It's going to usher in kind of the second phase of the PS5's generation. So, you know, these things will come. It's not like they're not going to make games for it. Like, you know, if you to believe they would spend all that money on R&D and they've got all these studios that make VR games, uh, yeah. they, wouldn't, they, they will make more first-party games, even if they just port over some more PSVR 1 stuff. So, so didn't um, you speaking about the studios? So the, they acquired Fire Sprite mm -hmm. yeah. in twenty twenty one. Is that I think? Yeah, let's let's say Horizon, Horizon. Yeah, and they at least. I mean, I'm sure there was Gorilla had some influence as well. Um, but you have to think. Well, from twenty twenty one, they've been there. Let's you know, a year and a half maybe, mm -hmm. and they've managed to put out a launch game in that space of time with the help of Gorilla. If that's their their remit is to just be a support studio to turn those experiences, maybe put them over because Call of the Mountains in Unreal, isn't it? So they've just if they've got a template that they can just go, all right, well we'll do the same with The Last of Us, same with Ghost of Tsushima, whatever it might be. Oh, then they can just guy, be churning. The Last of Us VR confirmed by Ben, guaranteed. There you go. Now. Sorry, exactly. Um, but no, uh, but the, and there's uh, there's other studios as well. Like Media Molecule have just gone. All right, well, we're not going to be supporting Dreams anymore. In 2020, they were canvassing for people to talk about the uh, to give feedback on their VR experience, things like that. Um, paying people to come in and test the VR element of Dreams. So maybe they're pushing that angle as well mm -hmm. to you know do something VR based. There's got to be an Astro Bot. In the world, has to be, yeah. Like, so be they've got to be, be working on that, exactly. Sure. And they've got the London studio that did, um, the, is it the what was it called? Concrete Genie, was it that one? No, no, what are they the one that well. Alex, come on, you know, what was that London, the gangster game that was on PSVR one? Damn, where's Kate? Where's, <laughs> <laughs> where's Kate when you need her? 
Um, sorry, it'll come to me um, in a minute. Uh, but when yeah. you sort of land in Syria, I keep thinking like the getaway or something, but the Order eighteen eighty six. But I can't think Grand of the VR. The original Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> Zombie you. Zombie you. But I mean, did you see like Pixel Opus and Concrete Genie? Like, what are yeah. they doing? Because there was a VR element to Concrete Genie on yeah. PSVR one. So, so there's got to be, you know, a good few games in the pipeline, and there's got there's going to be third parties like the likes of Capcom that are basically every major game they're putting out has got a VR element. Oh, do you think we'll get VR Street Fighter? Oh, first person VR Street Fighter. Can you imagine it? That'd be so much fun. Doing a spinning bird kick, I'll be throwing up all over my living room. (laughs) Adoken! (laughs) Adoken! Yeah. Um, But yeah, I I don't think it would be great to see that pipeline of games and Um, that reassurance. Blood and Truth was the the, the game I was looking for, which was done by um, SIE London Studio. Um, so yeah, so, so that, I'm sure yeah, there must be a sequel to that. They could, they could do, um, and if yeah. they had, yeah, a new Ashabot, a new Blood and Truth. Um, yeah, they've got the Horizon. They've got the Last of Us VR confirmed that Ben's just 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 leaked. Um, yep. We've got GT, which is you know Polyphony. They've just made a VR game, so their first bite are supporting it. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, God of War axe thrown. Yeah, I mean, look, <laughs> the, I think we've said it before, but like a God of War spinoff makes total sense. You know. Given how Ragnarok ends, no spoilers. Um, and uh, yeah, I just think it is missing a killer app. That mm-hmm. is that is a problem. Yeah, because there's no reason like we can't go to the rest of the crossplayers group and go, shit, you need to get this. There hasn't been that moment. Yeah, because Horizon, Call of the Mountain, that is predominantly a tech demo. It's to sit there in your yeah. canoe looking at the, the dinosaur tornecks walking over you and just being in awe and gawping out the scenery. As a game, it's not it's not a fantastic game. It's it's a tech demo. It's, it's a launch yeah. title tech demo, right? That's what launch titles are for. Um, so yeah, They just charged you 40 quid for the pleasure. Yeah, all right, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it is, and it is very much... Um, yeah, that sort of arcadey. I'll dip in, play half an hour or something, you know, let the kids have a go of something or other, and then put it away for another week. It, there is that element of it. So it, I think if there is, if there's going to be a game that makes you go, here is a 15 hour experience that you simply can't have anywhere else, and it is like one of the best games of this generation that changes the conversation itself. Couple that with, as I said, a marketing push, a load more games, uh, and making it available to everyone, and a big price drop, I suddenly think, we're having a very different conversation. I think as well, if they put half a dozen or so games into the PS Plus extra tier, mm-hmm. um, so that if you know, people, the, the real hardcore fans that have got PS Plus extra, they're on that top tier, you think, oh shit, now I've got, half a dozen or even 10 15 vr games you know there can be just some of the launch titles some of the smaller ones as well but you just straight away you're creating that value for someone who's can get to the headset they don't have to spend 100 pounds or whatever on software they'll have half a dozen games that they can play so that just seems like such an easy win for them you know why aren't there vr games in the on that ps plus extra you know why not (laughs) yeah well i assume it's because 
Come the on, attachment you don't, must I, be. <laughs> I wasn't looking for an answer for you. <laughs> no, no, but I think I've got. I think I've got one. So <laughs> okay. stay tuned. Um, I think the attach rate of these games must be quite high though, because nothing, there's nothing like there's not many full price games, mm-hmm. and they do lend themselves to just dipping in and out of little experiences. So I don't think there's anyone sat there that's just like, well, I've got Horizon that'll do me for six months. No, do you know? I, th- I think everyone's going okay. Well, there's. Synth Riders, that's what fifteen quid, and there's uh, you know a bunch of other stuff that's like ten, twenty pounds. Kayak VR, sure, I'll give that a go. So I think yeah. that's probably the reason that they wouldn't be putting them in yet is because people are gobbling up what little content there is. And Kayak already. VR as well. If you look at the bestsellers for the last couple of months, Kayak VR has like been number one or number two. It's been up there in the in the top top few games that people are buying. It's really popular, <sighs> baffling. we we did get a couple of questions on twitter in relation to this which we've kind of covered a wee bit but just i'll fire them at you guys anyway so the first one is do you think it'd be possible for sony to implement the patches for more ps vr1 games and why do we think astrobot wasn't there on day one um i think we've probably talked about this a little bit before but i think I feel like Astrobot not being there in day one might be a ploy for the new Astrobot and it's like pre-order the new Astrobot and we'll give you Astrobot 1 for free, something like that. Who knows? Um, mm. It will come. Asking? Who's asking that? It's Chris on Twitter, sorry. Chris. Okay, thanks Chris. Uh, I don't think they'll patch more games, but I think they will port them and they'll they'll re-release them and knowing Sony, they'll probably charge for the privilege of, of playing them. Of course. Yeah, I think we'll see. Yeah, a bunch more stuff. I mean, like, uh, yeah, the stuff that's coming over, like the golf game that you just mentioned, there's things like Among Us VR, which I believe has been confirmed to be coming over yeah. as well. Yeah, Beat Saber. Um, Beat Saber. Like, I, th- I think if they, if they put Among Us on, suddenly that's like a whole different audience. It's Then you get like a bunch of kids going, oh, can I have this, please? You know, which is... Again, that's like, how you get no. to the masses. Um, Absolutely not. Yeah, so I think if those games don't come, it's because there's better games that are arriving. And if they do come, you know, the worst case scenario is that they're kind of saying, you think, oh, fuck it, we're not going to make any new games. We just port over the old stuff. Um, but hopefully it'll be like a sort of switch situation with Nintendo where they just have the new games, but then they fill in the gaps with ports of, of the old stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure they'll have watched what Nintendo did with the Switch and think, well, that seems like a sensible idea. Let's just do that. Yep. Yeah. And then and also from Chris he also said with with the low sales figures and potentially an inevitable price cut, do you think Sony will reward the early adopters with some sort of incentive like the three D S? Do you think they'll be nice and give us something for, for jumping in there early? And we're like, yeah, that's no. Ah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's Sony not. after all. <laughs> No, you're it probably charges extra for the price drop. You're the reward is your reward is you get to be an early adopter and have yeah. High end They'll tech. give you a little yeah, um, trophy exactly. and your you get a little stars. PlayStation Stars yes. trophy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, do people feel like? I mean, if it's a massive price cut, I suppose it would it would hurt. But I mean, I can see. I don't see them cutting the price. To be honest, so, um, I think you will a little bit. The PS5. Yeah, well, if they can maybe bring it down so it's on a par with the PS5, but I don't think that's the problem. I think for me, I think the biggest issue is that that pipeline of future software and that because so, Sony have got a lot of form in releasing stuff and then just. 
spinning it off far too quickly in a Google-esque yeah. fashion. So I think people want that commitment from Sony there. If I'm going to spend 600 quid on a headset and some games, I want to know that you're going to you're going to be committed to it as well. And I think once Sony can demonstrate that, then people will buy in in their droves. Hopefully in about a month's time we'll have a better idea because they're, they're saying what mid to late May for the showcase. So, fingers crossed. Mm. Good. Good. All right. Well, that seems like a good uh, a good summary of the situation there with PSVR 2. I think we're pretty positive still on it. Um, not panicking yet. So, all those journalists that are saying it's dead already, piss off. Ben, <laughs> you've been playing... Piss this. off. <laughs> Fuck these. <laughs> <laughs> just do one all right uh ben you've been playing pistol whip tell us about pistol whip please oh with pleasure with absolute pleasure um so yeah pistol whip have you, have you guys played this i game? have picked Alex, it up i haven't it. played it yet i keep I meaning not. to and i haven't so played it so many games still queued up to play i really oh. will definitely buy this one though but i'm just i need to clear the stuff i've already got first well i will cut right to the chase then uh I listened to you when you recommended Synth Riders. <laughs> this is flipping it. Yeah, this is basically, I think this is a must-have. And I'm surprised more people aren't talking about how good it is because it is. Um, it has been the killer app for me. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, just to briefly explain what, I mean, the clue's in the title, but you are basically just going through these levels about, you know, three or four minutes in length, Guys pop up and you shoot them. You can dual wield, you can have a single pistol, and that's basically it. But you're doing it in time with the music, so you get a higher score if you shoot them on beat, if you reload on beat, if you avoid getting hit, you know, um, and you can you can obviously shoot or you can pistol whip them. So if you get close enough, you can whip them. And the advantage that that has is, I think you might get more points for it, but you also, if you take a hit, by pistol whipping an opponent, you get your health back. So it's basically a you get two shots, and if you take two shots, you're dead. But you can get that first initial bit of armor back if you either kill a certain amount of enemies or pistol whip, basically. Um, and that is it in a nutshell. But it's the whole, it's the style of it, it's the sensation of being in these very cool neon sort of cyberpunky levels um with this synthy music and it's just yeah it's the game that i've been most impressed with in vr because it it just wouldn't work in a in a normal game like it wouldn't be the same um and i think yeah it's just a very it's just you just feel very cool mm. when you're playing it I was gonna say, and then you watch a video back of yourself and you're like, yeah. oh, no, I'm a, I'm but in, in, i know that feeling in terms yeah. of games that Sony should be including in a marketing campaign, then this this looks like the sort of game that people think, well, I want to have a go at that. That looks fun. That looks really fun. I mean, yeah, but you, the problem is you've got to... It is really hard to push VR. We mentioned it on the last episode. It doesn't It doesn't show well. It doesn't preview well. You've got to... Mm-hmm. But if you can see someone playing it, it's so different. It just... You, you get it then? Because I'm like playing it, ducking out the way... Then they're like the beat will come in and I'm suddenly just, you know, letting my shoulders drop a little bit and shooting these guys. And it's, yeah, it is, it's a sweaty sort of game as well. You know, Alex, you mentioned Creed earlier and Synth Riders. I, you know, 
fogging up the lenses playing that. This is another one of those where after three or four levels in a row, you're like, whew, mm. that might take a little bit of a break here because it is, you know, you are generally moving around constantly, um, leaning from side to side, ducking down, avoiding bullets as they sort of whoosh past your head, Matrix style. Um, and it's just kind of, yeah, the, the sort of content-wise, there's two campaigns that are like five stages each with a boss at the end. Um, and that's like your single-player content, basically. Um, the rest of the stuff is sort of arcadey. So I would say, again, like score-chasing, if you're into that sort of thing, that's brilliant. There's a party mode, so you can kind of pass the headset, you know. So we I was playing it with my kids earlier, <clears throat> who are of an appropriate age to play Pistol Whip. And um, they, <laughs> um, what we did was just, yeah, you somebody sets the high score, pass it to the other person, and you're kind of putting your name in like a local, like you would at an arcade, basically. Um, and that's, that's brilliant, because you could just have fun just high score chasing or obviously with online leaderboards as well. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's, it feels like a must have PSVR two title. I can't really give it any higher praise than that. And Alex, you, I need to go play it. it. You really should. I think, you've, you know, I, I was after one level of it. I was like, right, this is, this is the game for me. It, and it's, you know, it's got a lot in common with Synth Riders, but the sensation of just shooting someone and nailing a shot from a distance, like they first appear and you just see them and you just pick them off before they've even got a chance to shoot you back. It's, oh, it's a sensation and a half, honestly. <laughs> Very satisfying by the sounds of it. Yeah, yeah. And you can hold your gun sideways, pretend to be a gangster. It's just... <laughs> Love it. Get that monogrammed hat. The dual wielding, and you can like cross your arms and shoot two people at the same. Oh, just honestly, it's just talking about it makes me want to play it now. Um, but yeah, so just just go and play it. And it's it's twenty five pounds on the PlayStation Store. Yep, so uh, worth. Reasonable. Yeah, worth worth every penny. There's a lot of content there, loads of levels. I was gonna say, yeah, how long do you campaigns. think you can, How many hours do you think it would take to get through the campaign? <clears throat> oh, not long. I think the two. So the two campaigns, they're probably about half an hour each, oh, well, I would okay. say. Um, bit of a challenge. So, so I did die a few times on both of them. And there's like new mechanics introduced in each of the levels. So uh, there's like a futuristic cyberpunk one and then a, like a Wild West one. And they both, you know, the stories are nothing basically, but it's they're, they're interesting. Um, but yeah, that's that's like the the single player content but then i think the the bulk of it is the replayability in the levels putting on different modifiers and leaderboards leaderboards trying to get trophies so it got Um, a platinum ben it has got a platinum i'm not sure (sighs) i'll ever get it right away and uh um, i think i've got just over 50 percent of the trophies so far um so in terms of the grumpy old man score, it must be pretty low on that. You're or pretty high, whichever. <laughs> you're moving yeah, around. I, a lot. I don't know how that you're works. Exactly. You're moving around. Yeah, you're moving around a lot. Any, um, any on, the, on the vomit factor? Any motion sickness? Zero. Yeah, which, no, wow, nothing that that whatsoever. For you, that is, that is a big deal. That is a that is a yeah. big. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, which is 
strange, isn't it? But these games where you kind of automatically move in just forward in a straight line, they just don't seem to bother me whatsoever. Um, mm. So yeah, that there's nothing on that. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I think the the there's been a couple of occasions where I've hit that mesh barrier and it's kind of paused because I'm going out of it too much. Mm. Um, and certainly my son earlier, he just can't help walk forward playing it because mm-hmm. he's, he's sort of watching him. He's gradually <laughs> moving <laughs> forward. To watch the TV. Just, yeah, and I just go, all right, come on, step back. Um, but yeah, it's I've got I've got nothing nothing bad to say about it. I am going to go and play it after this. Another stamp of approval. Absolutely. Two for two on our reviews this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Um, great. Well, talking about smashing your TV, I saw something that made me laugh on Twitter. Uh, York replying to someone who'd been playing C Smash and had like whacked the whacked the ball and smashed their TV. With their <laughs> <laughs> York replied to them on Twitter like, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so yeah, like well, Wii Sports experience. Yeah, yeah. I have nearly smashed my my light in our in our living room just by playing when I was playing Cosmonia. So I just sort of whack something up in, above my head. Um, yeah. And you sort of didn't realise how standing I'd moved into the middle of the room underneath it. So yeah, beware, people out there, beware. Where of your surroundings? I did that with Horizon as well, actually climbing, and then I hit one of the beams in here. <laughs> Oh, no. punch someone in the face accidentally yeah <laughs> I've, I've only hit my child so far so it's fine ah, good that right. doesn't matter yeah, let's move on quickly before anyone notices what I actually said thank you everyone for listening this week and apologies once again we missed last week we shall endeavour to do better and not miss any more weeks uh, but yeah if you fancy getting more involved with us we would always love to hear from you so please jump into our discord uh, we are seeing people people do just that and it's great to see people and if you've got any questions you want to ask us we can talk about on the show please do um yeah and if you want to join any multi any multiplayer games with us if you are a firewall um expert that would like to carry us in a few months time then please make yourself known interviews then yeah and yeah last but not least thank you once again to all our patrons for supporting the work we do we love you all i've been your host laurie these two have been alex and ben and we will see you next time until then It's goodbye.